Geht bizai. What does a blue light mean when it flashes in the studio? We're off here. Oh, a blue light. We've got a blue light. Blue we're, light off disco. we're off here. Oh, we're off here. We're off here. We're on a podcast. We're on a podcast. What are you talking about? We're on air. <laughs> we're off the live FM broadcast in iHeartRadio. Oh. Tell you what, if there's one thing Pixie that Pixie Campbell just ran out, around like a headless yeah, chicken, he was yeah, jumping up and down, he's yeah, terrified out there, the, the one, boss. One thing that freaks out a content director is when you go off here. Mm. Well, I don't well, know, I think. Yeah, wow, doesn't matter. Once we're finished, who cares? Well, do you remember that time that we were all really, really wasted and away with a content director? I'm not going to name who it was. Remember we were looking out that window for hours in Wakuni and you were trying to name Scalarup's next young cabbage tree of the year? Yes. This is that was the incident that I was going to talk about. That not actually name exactly who it was, but anyway, the, the why call were we to, why were we staring at a cabbage tree for about an hour? <laughs> anyway, what were you saying? The call came through to ACC here, G Lane. <laughs> you were going to say his name? Might as well now. And okay, how about we just give us some plausible diagnosis? Okay. It may or may have not been ACC and and Horaki head at the time. G Lane yeah. staring at a. Yeah, Young cabbage tree with you and me at a window of a lodge for about an hour and a half. Yeah, but but hold on. Let's put it in context as well. It wasn't just staring vaguely. We were looking for New Zealand's <laughs> best cabbage tree 2020, 2020, I think it was, or 2019. Yeah, it was 2019, um, cabbage New Zealand's year. next top cabbage tree. Young cabbage tree of the young, year. Young cabbage tree of the year. There's a number of cabbage trees that were available. And this one, you got to say, was one of the best looking cabbage... If you want a cabbage tree, this this was just one stalk, nice wide trunk that went up and then yeah. just straight into a beautiful, like a toilet brush, tuft. Just yeah. an individual it standalone. Was, it, it was Dr. Zeus like it was like it was like and it was really colourful. It was like um day day glow. It was the it was, funny that it was glowing. It was backlit. Yeah, it was backlit, it was, it was day beautiful. glowing, it was God, beautiful. It was be- God, it looked beautiful. That it was tree. actually like this is gonna sound silly. Um but it was actually attractive. Yes, it was. It was sexually attractive. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. And it was also in a beautiful situation because it was by a by a stream, mm. and it was sitting in amongst um, uh, tussock. It was was it the same place they shot the Teletubbies? No, but it sort of had that vibe. The grass sort of had that vibe. Anyway, we're dangerously, dangerously wasted. Sharing this tree. She was one sexy cabbage. Oh, she's beautiful. So, so uh, the question I'm going to regret asking: What makes a cabbage tree so sexy? Uh symmetry. Form. Symmetry. Yeah. Location. You can sometimes get oh, a really location. beautiful one that's that's got multiple. It had a, yeah. Multiple fluff um, froofs at the yeah, top, yeah, frondy yeah. bits. Yeah. It just had a plucky, you know, go getter. Um, sort of vibe to it. It was just. It was really making a statement on that bank beside that that little. Strength. I took a photo of it actually. Nice Did long you? limbs. Do you remember the limbs? Maybe uh, the shape. No, just had a trunk and a tuft. One Ooh, straight yep. trunk. Um, straight straight trunk so, and a tuft. So beautiful. Anyway, what was the point of the story? Um, I was just saying that um, <laughs> they're very tenacious. Will grow back after being cut down. It's good to know. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm just looking for a photo of it because it was just. I'm, so I can just take myself back. Just. 
and reminisce about a beautiful back it was. In time. Um, anyway, we're looking at this at the Scalarup Young Cabbage Tree of the Year. Yeah. And marveling at how amazingly beautiful it was. And then and then a call came through and it said that Radio Hadaki is off here. Yeah, it was worse than that because if you're the contact director on your phone, it automatically triggers a text message when uh, an area goes off air. So he got a call through saying that Radio Hadaki was off air and then and he thought, oh, well, that's just one place. And he goes, I feel that's just in, I think it was just in the in Hawke's Bay region. And then his phone started going beep, 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 and then all 17 markets went off air. And oh, no. ACC and Hodaki Head at the time, G Lane was in no position to deal with a ca- catastrophe of that. I mean, he was barely de- dealing with naming um, Scalarop's next young cabbage tree of the year. Yeah, he was really struggling with that part of things. It's something about uh, it's a it's a prerequisite to being content director, really, isn't it? Is you've got to have the belief that we're saving lives here, and yeah. you've got to have the belief that if we go off here, then we've just turned off thousands of people's life support. Yeah, because because yeah. I just saw out the window when we went off here, Toddy, um, our current content director. He came over, he walked towards the door, he stopped, he went back, he spun round, he sort of looked terrified for a second like he'd seen a ghost, and yep. then he walked back towards the door and then he backed off again, and then he spun around again, and then and then I don't know what's happening over there because I can't see him at the window, but I imagine he's still sw- swinging in circles and walking back and forth and, yeah, and stopping and starting like a, a goat that's chained up in the back of a truck. And that's what makes him so good, you know, like... It was the Lonely Boys Black Keys. It was twenty. So we're off here for, apparently for twenty six seconds. Yep. I mean, people haven't heard that song in a while, have they? <laughs> so it's no, the end of the world. If people don't hear Lonely Boy by the Black it? Keys for the fifteenth time this morning, then um, <laughs> it would be a real tragedy. <laughs> it would be a massive tragedy. You're still looking for that picture. Sadly, oh, there it is. Here it is. I'm, wor- it. I'm worried if it won't. It won't. No, it's bloody place. beautiful. Yeah, you gotta say, look at it. It's not quite looking exactly as I remember it, but there is it on your Instagram. Is yeah, it? it's on yeah, my right. Instagram. From it's, I can tell you the date. This is what? a great thing about Instagram. It's like a history of your the nineteenth of August two thousand and eighteen. I do wow. like how the the husks of the leaves sort of hang a little bit below. Yeah, just tempting you towards it. Look at it. There. After that, I went underground in that very hotel, and there was some catacombs full of hot water. Do you remember that? We're just floating around in the hot water under the building. Sorry, there's quite a lot to unpack there. <laughs> so, you remember those catacombs under that building? Uh, yeah, We're yeah. Just floating around. Yeah, no, yeah, I remember that. It was quite. It's quite unusual in the catacombs there. And then your son Hugo turned up and did a massive bomb, and then another 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 massive bomb, and then a massive bomb, and a massive bomb, and a massive bomb. That's so annoying. Yeah, I got up. I got up the following morning after that night when we'd spent the time staring at the cabbage tree. And I went down for breakfast, and then your two kids came and joined me for breakfast, Hugo and Mishka, and they said, have you seen my dad? I said, oh, God. Am I paying for this breakfast is what I said. And apparently you had you'd eaten breakfast with them and then nipped off. Had you? Yeah. Jerry. And, then, I, and, I, I, and I came in, and I had to pay for your kids' breakfast. Oh, really? So, man, yeah. good on you, Don't mate. you just chuck it on the, don't you put it on the, on the room? Yeah, well, that's what you were supposed to do. Supposed to put it on your room, mate. You just, do you just put it on my room? Yeah, I just put it on your room. I'll put okay. a few things on your room before yeah. actually, Jerry. There's, geez, the amount of bloody bills you would have had come through to your room that. Yeah, I'm, don't worry, Mashy. I'm keeping note of it, mate. Because uh, the, rec- the recent the trip to Fiji comes to mind. God, you're going to yeah. be paying me back at some stage. Those forty-eight dollar cocktails. Don't think. Yeah, don't think I'm room. not making a note of it. What well, was that great initiative from Matt the other day? He's figured out that if he's got a picture of you and you and him together. 
Yeah, I just go up to your bar and then I say, oh, I put it on Jeremy's tab. I've told them about that, well, don't I? All the stuff, I've got a picture of you and it's got a, uh, this picture of you and it says, do not allow this man anywhere near a tab. So that's not going to be happening again. Can I just bring up something else about this um, Scalar Up <laughs> Young Cabbage Tree of the Year uh, awards? It was actually out the back of the Yuckers uh, Effers. Oh, geez, there's a deep cut that I'll yeah. try to find. That, that there, Yuckers are Effers led to the Scalar Up uh, New Zealand Young Cabbage Tree of the Year Awards because this, to me the cabbage tree fantastic love a cabbage tree absolutely love a cabbage tree they bring joy they bring fun they don't bring a lot of joy to someone that's trying to mow the freaking lawns I and know. their cabbage tree no. leaves of wrapping around the bloody blades mate it's funny because I just the other day unraveled I reckon 150 cabbage tree leaves from the blade of my motor mower which had decided it wasn't going to go anymore because it had so many cabbage tree leaves wrapped around its shaft mm. one night I was in India and I was staying at the um, Ritz Uh-oh. Bangalore and I was up drinking in uh, Brendan McCullum's room uh, me and Baz McCullum a few other people were up there having a great time and and then he goes watch this and he goes I know AB de Villiers hotel room number so he ordered up just the insane mm. amount of food and drinks. Like we're talking, that's good shit. Like, like I would say in the thousands. And then he said, um, he said the name of the number of AB de Villiers room and said, yeah, that's AB de Villiers, AB de Villiers. <laughs> yep. And then, and then he goes, actually, double the amount of Heineken's you're sending up. Very funny. Yeah. Well, he he knew because he was was he the coach at that stage. No, nah, he, he was playing. All right. He knew exactly what AB de Villiers was getting paid yeah. to, be, <laughs> to work in the IPL. He's like, he can afford this round. Well, I don't know if Bears was struggling to pay his way at that point either, being no. you know, one of the most famous IPL players of all time. Uh, yeah. Dan Vittori was the coach at the time, so maybe he'd leaked some, some pay information. Yeah, those guys do a lot of that to each other. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it came out that, that cabotry, young cabotry of the New Zealand Young Cabotry of the Year, which I see, unfortunately, after COVID, hasn't hasn't been going anymore, which is tragic. So it's been a casualty of COVID. The, God the knows why. Cabotry. Yeah, God knows why. But Cutbacks. no, the, the awards. Oh, the awards. Oh, right, right the awards. <laughs> I was going to say, just, how, does, how does COVID affect a cabotry? Yeah, COVID came along, and next thing you know, the, the awards have been scuppered. Yeah. Like a lot of things. Yeah. But, um, it's, but it. It's, to me, it's just such a difference between that yucca, which is just, and a lot of people will say that's a yucca when they yeah. look at a cabbage tree. There's such a huge difference between a cabbage tree and a yucca. Hey, can we just take a break here? When I come back, I just want to float something with the listeners. I've also got to apologise about we still can't make that announcement. I'm getting absolutely hammered in my DMs by people that want to date me and also people that are angry about this lack of announcement. And I, I, I keep hammering me in the DMs about dating me. I, I enjoy those ones. But being absolutely hammered in my DMs around uh, us not doing that announcement that we've been announcing all week, I, I, I really need that to stop. But I've also got an initiative I want to raise next after the, this break. Is that all right with you guys? No, 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 it's right. not. No, okay. Yuck, it's and we're back. Um, You're so, not raising this issue, are you? Yeah, it's around the Milkman Mash t-shirts. There's been a fantastic design that's come through, uh, and to and I just think we need to do it. I don't think we do need to do this. Um, we've got a huge backlog of backbone t-shirts that 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 need to be printed. Um, for the big show, but after that, I think we do a run of Milkman Mash t-shirts. I mean, what do you guys think about that? What are people going to do with a Milkman Mash t-shirt? Like, oh, that's a good idea. I think it's a great initiative. The design, the design, the design that's come through 
from this listener. Yeah. It's so it's freaking cool. good. Pretty cool. The other thing is there's been some suggestions that we also do a Milkman Mash romance rag. Hey, can you can you change the picture of, you know, when the podcast goes out for each individual episode, you can change the, the, the image for that individual episode, can't you? Yeah, I think so. Could you change it to Milkman Mash for this episode, please? For this episode, yeah, the, the, the t-shirt design. The t-shirt design, so people can see what the design is in an easy way when they're listening to the podcast. They can look at it, they can register their interest in, in getting hold of a Milkman Mash t-shirt. And um, yeah, and like I was also thinking, because we've got quite a few Milkman Mash songs going. Oh, we do, Jesus yeah, Christ. This is, okay, this, is, this is about... Um, I guess what you'd say, it's about Mashy, this initiative thing he's off to do, which is travel around the country and in a sand, clue, in a sand cube, um, impregnating women to try and increase the population because he's got a lot of extra juice in his system, unlike Jerry, who's as dry as a bone. Milkman Mash, Milkman Mash, Milkman Mash, always sharing his stash. My question is, would it kill us to re- release an album called Now That's What I Call Milkman Mash Songs, Volume 27, where we just have... Straight to Volume 27. Yeah, well, we just have, or maybe we start on volume one. We just have 10 Milk and Mash songs on it. Yeah, it's on the back of Now That's What I Call Music Volumes 1 to one what, million. 50. Yeah. I, now that's are you what asking I call, my opinion for this? Now that's I, what I call Milk. Well, I'm asking your opinion, you smash. Yeah, I don't think we should do it. I don't, I don't now know. Now that's if I what I call okay, so Milk and Mash. Let's not ask Mash's opinion. Yeah, that, I, don't agree, I don't like that opinion. I'm gonna no, ask, let's not ask him again. I'm going to ask you, Jeremy. Yes. Jeremy? Um, I would like it to go around. Would it kill have a different name from Jeremy? <laughs> I don't. I can't pick the name. That's the problem. Yeah, no, I'm not allowed to pick the name. I wanted to call you Mark Clambert. I was happy with Clambert. Holy or shit! Clambert. Can we get? Ja- oh Jason? my god, Jason! Could, could you come through quickly? Oh Jason my Hoyt. god! Oh, he's just turn around and run away. Right, Jason oh Hoyt, could you come through? God, Jason Hoyt. Could Jump you? I've been saying on the radio that you're not a particularly rural individual with your trip to to Big Show, and I'm, you've come in, Jace. <laughs> Jeez, you're rural. Thanks, mate. Uh, <laughs> look, first and foremost, too, you haven't even seen my gum boots out there. And I tell you what, Maddie, they're legitimate gum boots. <laughs> They've got mud on them, Jerry. Mud on my gum Because I boots. was saying on the radio show, the closest you get to rural is huffing a line off the back uh, porch of your of your batch. Yes. Um, well, a lot of people, uh, you know, uh, don't know this. I've got a little lifestyle block, um, about 6,000 head of cattle. Um, you know, so I, that's that's my sort of day job, and then I come in and do the radio, of course. I like what you're doing at the moment, Jace, because up top, you're a game of two halves at the moment. <laughs> yes, Up yes. top, you're fully rural with a with a red and black check shirt and, and a beanie. And then down below, you're fully street with a pair of Converse All-Star. And yes. a pair of tight jeans. Um, well, I actually was going to be wearing my gum boots into uh, into work today, but then my wife said you look stupid. Um, so why don't you why don't you put a pair of shoes on? And then you can put your gumboots on when you get to field days. And in actual fact, fellas, thinking about it, the weather's been so lovely, it's not going to be muddy at all. No, but no, I'll look the part. Yeah, you look bloody good. And, of course, you guys are broadcasting from down there, aren't you, the big yes, show? Yes, yes, uh, good George and Frankton. Uh, we've been there before, actually. It's a bloody great venue, so people need to get down and get a free uh, Backbone T-shirt and a few, a few spot prizes. Where is it at? Um, good George and Frankton. We were just talking about the Backbone t-shirts because we want to put some Milkman Mash t-shirts through the system, but the Backbone, we're just, Hideki's having to print so many Backbone t-shirts yeah, that, that our t-shirt press is just running hot. Yeah, they're selling out fast, <laughs> mate. Um, it's pretty crazy. And the irony of that is I've got a super large Backbone, <laughs> which is about 10 sizes too big for me. It's a nighty. So I, I can't, it is a nighty. I wear it a nighty, Jerry, and I can't actually find one that fits me. Um, hey, so that's how popular they are. Other issues that I've been talking about lately to do with the big show is... When you're travelling down there, because you're all travelling in the same 
Ute. Yes. Uh, Pugs is driving. Yeah. I want to know, and this is when you find out who the alpha is in the team. Yeah. And I know Minogio thinks he's a bit of an alpha, and I know, well, Keezy thinks Have you seen he, how built he is at the moment? So oh, muscular. Muscular. How hot is he? That's, yeah, another, mate, that's another thing that we talk about a lot on yes. the Matt and Jerry show, how cut uh, Minogio is. Yeah. Who takes the shotgun position? Because that is an alpha move, and, and I think, Jason... You know, I think that you know you need to just jump in there. Don't let Minogio get there in that shotgun position and and, and create denomin- dominance. Did I mention how big he is at the moment? <laughs> and um, you know, I'm not going to cross him on that front. No, it's interesting in the car actually. We let Keezy choose the music last time. Yeah, uh, I don't know. what an abomination! <laughs> what an absolute abomination! Um, Pugs isn't too bad. Mogi, it's just a. <laughs> um, they won't let Hoity J have a turn because, you know, mine's kind of melancholic kind yeah, of you'll stuff. Yeah, you'll go for a, a late-era Radiohead album. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, so, yeah. Hey, hey so but listen, fellas, I've got to go. Just one thing before you go. Yes. Just one thing. So, Because I was saying on the radio that Minogio is just naturally Levin-based, um, Horofenua kind of um, muscular. Yes. But is he, is he pumping tin? Oh, mate, he's not only pumping tin, he has been on the most ridiculous diet you will ever see. Really? So throughout the show, he's he's constantly snacking on food because he's got to get a certain amount of protein, you know, all that jazz. Uh, And then he just got violently ill. Um, (laughs) That's right. So 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 he got cut. Yeah, he got cut, but he got really sick. Yeah. All right. Well, it's good um, intel. Thank you. It's always good. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks, Have have a great time at Field Days. (laughs) Thanks, mate. Yeah. (laughs) Watch out for your headphones. Take your headphones off, Jesus. Amateur out there. Take your headphones off. (laughs) All right. Is is it true that um, Feldy from uh, Corn is coming to field days this year? Uh, You mean the bassist? Yeah. That does the upright sort of double (laughs) bass style basing. Isn't he the one that says, are you ready? No, I think that's, isn't that uh, Jonathan? Oh, I thought that Feldy came through and said that just as one line, but no. no Feldy not. doesn't say anything. He, doesn't he? No, he just says it with a beanie and, and the, Playing a normal bass like it's a um, upright yeah. double bass. And he's got a woman's downstairs tickler. Would it um, would it kill Field Days to get Feldy over? I don't think I don't think anybody wants. <laughs> is he going to draw the crowds like oh, a, a, ba- a base clinic? No. Did you go to them when they came in '97 uh, or '96 oh. at the um, <laughs> shit? Yes, at the uh, whatever it was called. The, Wasn't the, that the North, North Shore, Shore Event Centre? Yeah, yeah, I was there, mate. I was man. there. I I got knocked bowled down by the strangest looking human being I've ever seen trying to get to the front because. <laughs> I was a big corn fan back in the day. Uh, I was wearing um, shorts that your dad would say to you, are they short longs or long shorts? Yeah, I was wearing those too. I had like a chain that was attached to a wallet in my back pocket. same. I had a very tight T-shirt on. Tight T-shirt. And Mm. I had a beanie on. Yep. And I had um, some Converse Converse All-Stars on. Yep, good. And I was just very excited, me and my mate Spooge, we were very excited. And then we got bowled down by this very dangerously short, muscular, shirtless bald guy that yeah. was shaved head guy with a disgusting um, goatee. I think he was a fan of that band. Oh, Jesus, what were they called? Um, they, were, they were sort of a hardcore band of the time where the singer was bald with a big goatee. Oh, not not Disturbed. Off, not Offspring. Uh, no, no, no. It was a hardcore band. Um, and they did that. They, they did that. Had that big hit, Bring the Noise, with um, uh, with uh, well, they Public Enemy. Anthrax. 
Anthrax. Anthrax. Yeah, oh, was, anthrax. He was wearing. He was an Anthrax fan. Yeah. Oh god. Like bowled down. Like he came right through the middle. He didn't. He didn't. It wasn't that he was uh, trying to knock me own spooge over, but it was just that he was very focused on getting near Feldy. Well, the, in those days as well, it's really hard to you know because if you liked corn, you generally had to live on the shore. So it wasn't easy to get across, and you know, for me, I had to sign a whole lot of paperwork to get across the bridge to go and see corn, because I think all of most of the tickets were they were allocated to North Shore people on purpose, and the other one, Sublime. If you were a Sublime fan, you gen, generally had to come from the North Shore. That was just the the way in those days. I remember that gig. It was they they were really loud, and it was really unmusical. Were they running? That's what I took away from John that. Bush was the guy that this guy was trying to look like from Anthrax. Were they running a um like a swinging fist mosh situation where you've got about fifty dudes just running just around? Running around. Yeah, there were people actually, circling in the actually, mosh. Actually, the guy was uh, he was more of a Scott Ian fan, um, the guitarist from Anthrax, because the big bald head and the big oh, yeah. long. A lot of lot of tall fans in those days. You go tall, you go corn. Tall, tall, have, sublime. Tall have lasted oh, the distance sure. a lot more than yeah. corn. Oh yeah, yeah. There's more music. Well, they weren't trying to brace, brace an entire career around. Are you ready, yeah, Jonathan? Well, Jonathan Davies. That was his name, wasn't it? Jonathan Davies' lyrics were like the old Dicko. The old Dicko would have been there with you, was he? He thought he was Jonathan Davies for a while. <laughs> the old Dicko. Yeah, wasn't he thought old, he was either that or Mike Patton from Faith No More. He wasn't the old Dicko blasting around on a Honda Civic, um, <laughs> playing corn really loudly in the nineties? No, it was a it was an FXGT, a Toyota <laughs> FXGT with a fifteen inch JBL subwoofer, <laughs> blasting nothing. Oh, nothing I used to be in a back seat, stoned <laughs> down in my brain with that thing going. <laughs> used to rattle. The whole car used to rattle. God, it was embarrassing. Yeah. We might, um, we might have to get maybe um, <laughs> the old Dicko in for a royal investigation into royal inquiry into this whole corn concert oh, situation. Get an inquiry into the FXGT is what you want to do. It had a power band at 4,500 revs, so it would slowly like sort of, it would meander its way up to 4,000 revs when 4,500 when you floored it, and then it would hit the 4.5 mark and go and take off. Nice. Yeah, white. FXGT, they're a very popular vehicle with boy races in the 90s. Can I play something? Quickly. Feldy. Ah, this is Anthrax. Oh, what a tune. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. my God, no. Oh, man. This is, this is, this here is, if this is sex... This is 14-year-olds having sex for the first time. Music is sex. So listen to the um, listen to the change in the chorus. It's so good. Jane. 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 Thought we weren't allowed to play music on this I'm anymore. No, oh, we're out. We're out. Oh, okay, Chewie's done. Oh, God. Oh, I can't handle that. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. I'm getting okay. Yeah. Love too you. Old. Too old for that right. shit. Too okay. old for that shit. Love you, boys. Bye. On the other podcast, boys. we... Um, uh, love you too, mate. Love you, Mashy. On the, on the other, love you, Mashy. Um, on the other podcast, we look into a 25-year-old hot wife making lunches for her husband. <laughs> That's a sexy story we're You found into. it quite hot, didn't you? Yeah, also, I just, I just, I did her that. lunch is so hot. We I talked to Mark Ellis. Mark Ellis joins us on the uh, on the show to talk about buying into the 
Islanders, and he, he comes in live with a massive hangover from the bathroom at his hotel room in dusty. Hamilton, and we ask the question in Penis or Genius, are the rich penis or genius? Hello listeners, Matt Heath here, a.k.a. Daddy, a.k.a. The Coos. Bless, bless, bless. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you have time, set to download, subscribe, like and review. You could win prizes for that. And while you're at it, why not stick around and listen to the show highlights pod. Give them a taste of Kiwi from me, Jerry Mashian Stager.